What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's going on? It's Johnny King coming at you from good old Denver, Colorado. Yo, it is Wednesday as of uh, when this podcast episode is being released to the world, to the entire universe. And uh, I have just freshly come off of a, an amazing, <laughs> a, an amazing weekend uh, with 25 new brothers, uh, as I will call them now, refer to them, Brothers for Life. I went to the Uncivilized Initiation Retreat, uh, put together by my boy Trevor Boehm with uh, the Man Uncivilized Nation, along with his two partners, Michael Gay and Dewey Freeman, both of whom I had heard their names thrown around. Uh, Trevor had mentioned them, of course. I didn't know who they were, and I maybe had heard one podcast by Dewey, which I really, really enjoyed, but not a whole lot um, about Michael Gay. So just to give you a quick little overview of kind of what men's work is, this past weekend is uh, quintessential men's work. Like, in essence, it is beyond powerful. It is exactly what men need to heal. And I say that because I have personally, uh, this is my second, let's say, kind of event that I've done solely with men only. Um, The first one I did was with Mankind Project, and it was, that was truly powerful too. Holy shit. And that was also in Colorado, uh, south of me. And uh, this initiation that I just completed was actually done down in Austin. Well, about 45 minutes, let's say, out of Austin, and uh, was also incorporating horses, uh, equine therapy, which was right up my alley because I'm a huge fan of horses, always have been, always will be. And we kicked things off, and and Dewey Freeman, who's probably my dad's age, maybe a couple years younger, in his early 70s, has done therapy for um, eons. (laughs) Such such a uh, wise man. He started things off with saying something to the effect of like, men cannot learn to be men unless it's in the presence of other men, right? And I've thought I've said that before, in the from the standpoint of like, women cannot teach a little boy how to be a man. In the same in the same uh, breath that men cannot teach a little girl how to be a woman, right? Um, we as men can teach a little girl how she should be treated by men and vice versa with uh, women to, to boys. But 
only can little girls be taught how to be women by other women and boys learn to be men in the presence of other men. So we jumped right into things and this isn't going to be a podcast episode just like recounting how the weekend went even though it was uh, absolutely unbelievable. I wanted to more talk about how to me, how it is just so crazy, how impressive, how, um, yeah, just unbelievable it is that you can take roughly, there's like 25 to 30 of us <clears throat> from all over the country, primarily all strangers. I knew uh, two of the guys previously, but not necessarily like super, super well yet, Um you take the, that many guys, and over the course of four days, we walk in strangers. We literally walk out of their, like, best friends. Not all of us, but we're all, we're certainly all connected for life. But it's like we went to war together. And uh, what I think we don't fully realize, we being human beings, men and women, is that so many of us struggle, struggle with pain and shame and fear and sadness and loneliness and regret and heartache that we all kind of keep it uh, submerged below the surface. We keep it uh, out of uh, view of most people, right? And yet, of course, it, uh, it permeates our being, it escapes, it uh, leaks out of us in many, many different unhealthy ways, right? Because one of the things that Dewey mentioned that I think was so, so powerful, and I hope to have him on the podcast at some point to, to kind of like dive in deeper on this topic and many others, he said that... Uh, Power, the things that we do to, to kind of inflict power over other people or, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go off on a tangent, but pretty much he talks about that power is the thing that we do when we don't trust, okay? Um, and for instance, addiction of any kind, he said, is our way of controlling life, let's say, because we don't trust. So much of it comes down to our lack of trust because we have been hurt in the past. And so getting a, uh, a group of men together who all have been hurt, who all have, <clears throat> whether it be, you know, issues of abandonment by either mom or dad or both, uh, you know, abuse uh, from when we were little, and then doing things as adults that we're also ashamed of, man, those things will create uh, a very, what is it? <laughs> What's the word I'm thinking of? Um, just a fertile ground for, let's say, call it quote unquote toxicity, you know? Um, and so, like I said, whether it be through various vices, 
coping mechanisms, uh, addictions, um, outward behavior that is, you know, destructive. Man, you, you get a, a bunch of guys together <clears throat> and then you have leadership like with Traver and Michael and Dewey and it's phenomenal what you can accomplish just by spoken word, by uh, holding space. And by holding space, I just mean like, uh, if that's not familiar to you, that term, it's like, um, say someone's crying or someone's lost uh, a loved one or a pet or something horrible has gone, gone on and it doesn't necessarily, you know, you don't have the emotional connection to it, but you have the emotional connection to them. And so you just, you just hold space, whether it be actually holding them, giving them a hug, whether or not you just let them vent Maybe they just cry and you just kind of stay there and you, it's, it's just reassuring for them to know that you're there and you're not judging them. You're just there to support them and, uh, and love on them. <clears throat> That's more or less what I mean by holding space. So Michael and Dewey are therapists, um, well-known therapists and extremely, extremely uh, well-versed in helping, well, probably such a, a wide variety of things, but uh, particularly helping in this quote-unquote arena of men's work. And, uh, you know, when men have the the freedom, the, uh, the trust, the, the contact with other like-minded men who are committed to doing the work and are committed to healing... Uh, it's amazing what can come out and meaning like sadness, the rage, the, the, uh, the anger, the, the shame, the loneliness, the, the desires for connection, all of those things come bubbling to the surface. And a lot of times they come erupting to the surface and they need to, uh, to be expressed. Otherwise they remain suppressed or repressed. Uh, as Christine Hasler said in the beginning of my book, Becoming Kings, like when we don't express those emotions and we, uh, we resort to repression and suppression, those things often result in aggression. And a lot of these men have uh, have experienced, you know, things that they've done or or even at been at the receiving end of uh, abuse or aggression that has um, left some scars. Let's just say that emotional and physical scars. So it's just it's just again it's just very very interesting what happens when you take a room full of strangers but you have trust and the leadership of these men like i said Traver Michael and Dewey to be able to um kind of create a, an environment where like yo like anything you you got going on any thoughts that you have so many things that we all think you know how many times have have any of us thought about like wanting to do someone harm, like physical harm, 
killing them, beating them, hitting them, right? But would we, would we actually do it? Very, very few of us would never actually do that, right? A very, very small percentage. And those that do ultimately uh, a lot of times go to prison for life, right? So we know that those things aren't uh, acceptable or appropriate in a quote-unquote civilized uh, society. And yet we do, a lot of us do have thoughts and emotions and feelings that, that we dare not admit to, to other people. And yet when you actually open up about those things, you come to realize that most human beings on this planet have, uh, and I'm not just talking about like uh, negative emotions, but some of us also have like positive emotions or uh, like in the realm of sexual fantasies. There's so many things that uh, we as human beings like don't express because it's taboo, right? But when they're not expressed, they stay within us. And sometimes that doesn't result in, uh, in greater inner and outer harmony, right? So a lot of times when our brain and our heart, and as Traver says, our balls, our head, our heart, and our balls aren't in alignment, there's a lot of dis-ease, right? Um, both internally, like I said, and in our expression of masculinity. So it's, uh, it's just really, really... Again, fascinating to see how we have the capacity as human beings to to create such great uh, levels of connection and bonding over just the course of a couple days, but as a result of vulnerability and transparency and authenticity and trust and love, unconditional love. And that's ultimately what all these men showed up and did. I think when, they, when, you know, when the first couple of men had the courage to start kind of putting their heart on their sleeve and maybe shedding a few tears or being really honest about like, man, I'm really fucking struggling with, uh, you know, never grieving the loss of a child, let's say. I'm kind of making that up. But, uh, that has come up actually a few times in a couple of the different men's retreats that I've done. Men have experienced that, right? Or even grieving uh, the loss of a childhood with which you wish you had, but you didn't for one reason or another, right? There's so many different kind of types of trauma that we as human beings experience. And it's kind of like acute, chronic, or toxic trauma, you know? Some of those things are like blatantly obvious, like sexual abuse or physical abuse, right? But then sometimes more of the acute trauma, things that kind of go under the radar, that when we compare ourselves to other people that do have kind of more of that toxic trauma, um, we will belittle ourselves as men, right? Or even as human beings, because I know women do it too. Um, in the years that I've coached women, we tend to like, well, dare I even say that <clears throat> I have this like trauma or trauma response just because mom or dad didn't fully support me in the way that I really needed, right? Or I didn't feel safe at home to, to fully express myself even though I had mom and dad, right? Um, 
And yet, a lot of those things, big or small, which shouldn't honestly be compared at all to anyone else, they can still leave a very deep kind of gouged (laughs) wound or, yeah, wound ultimately that if not healed, will just continue to fester and get worse and worse and worse the older we get. So I say all this because um, it's really hard to encapsulate what all goes down at a quote-unquote men's retreat of doing men's work. But I will tell you, it's, uh, it's beyond words. And the, the, the expression and uh, the ability to receive... Not only receive, I should say, but also, like I said, experience the love and the uh, the softness, the the strength, um, the innocence in the hearts of men, men who you might look at from the outside and be extremely intimidated or turned off in one way or another uh, by these men's uh, like hard exterior shell, right? Let's just say that. But at the end of the day, you know, these men are amazing men and they have hearts of gold. They just are uh, used to protecting their hearts and feeling like they ultimately don't, you know, that they aren't seen. They don't have a place to ultimately express any of their raw emotion. And so over time, they just build up this armor, these walls around their, you know, the soft parts of their heart. And, uh, and they feel disconnected from not only other people, the environment, their lives, but also from themselves. So I experienced a lot of that this past weekend where a lot of men got back in touch with the innocence of their childlikeness and uh, and the love that they had and have in their hearts for themselves and for other men. And so it just was cool to, to walk away the other day uh, from, you know, sharing four days with these at one time strangers and then now brothers, like such a depth of, like I said, um, intimacy. And when I say intimacy, you know, a lot of people... Th- think like intimacy as in terms of like a romantic relationship but when I'm talking about like intimacy I'm just talking about connection like a deep level of connection whether it be through like you know a common experience that we have shared or uh, sharing different things that that maybe we haven't shared with too many other people in the recent past Um, just sharing space sharing eye contact, sharing hugs, you know, um, it just was a really, really powerful experience. And so I, I cannot, I cannot, uh, what's the word again? Um, express (laughs) highly enough how much you should get into this. If you're a man and, and you feel like you have been stuck for a while, uh, or a long while, and you kind of know in your head that there's something that is preventing you and you might have an idea of what it is, 
but I also will tell you it's a, there's a good chance that you don't know to what extent the, the depths of those things go in your experience that are really keeping you from being your best version, from being the king of your life, the king of your kingdoms. I really highly recommend that you do some of this work. Certainly with my, with my boy Traver, uh, I think they have another retreat similar to the one that I just went to actually here in Colorado, in Jefferson, Colorado, in August. So if you want to go to, um, fuck, I don't even know the website. I should look it up. Of course, I'm doing this on the fly. Like manuncivilized.com, <coughs> I believe. Um, yeah, you can just search Traver Boehm or Man Uncivilized on Google. I'm sure you can find his website and then find uh, you know the initiations. I may be there. It would be good good to to meet you there if uh, if you should decide to do that. And if not, Traver, or if that's too inconvenient, maybe you're on the East Coast and hard to get away. Mankind Project is definitely another one that I highly recommend. That was super powerful, and they've got uh, initiation retreats, weekend retreats all over the place, around the country, around the world, probably for that matter. Um, but any type of uh, men's work, I think you'd be able to go in and get some value from. And it's unlike just sitting down and being, you know, lectured to, right? So I just, yeah, I can't speak highly enough. Such a powerful, such a powerful weekend. And uh, it's important for us to, to heal. Like I talk about in my book and on this podcast, you've got to be able to heal from your past wounds so you can truly live your purpose so that at the end of the day, you will have experienced true fulfillment. Otherwise, what's the fucking point of doing this, right? So if you have any questions on uh, more about like the initiation retreat, about men's work, about any of those things, hit me up, slide in my DMs, shoot me an email. You can always email me, johnny at johnnyking.com. Although that will probably go into my spam folder if I don't already have you. So you can always shoot an email, uh, podcast at johnnyking.com, and I should get that one. Yeah, Instagram, Johnny King, Facebook, LinkedIn, all the things. Looking forward to catching up. Thank you for listening, as always. Uh, men's work is powerful. You really won't know how powerful it is until you have the courage to actually do it. So, uh, and if you have done it, you know what I'm talking about, and probably similar to me it's it's probably not the one and only time that uh that you'll do a weekend like i've done um or just experience i should say and uh once you get a taste of it and you see how much progress you can make in your life uh the the more you realize it's it's really what needs it's a requirement to to move your life forward so all my best to you Thank you for listening. We'll catch up with you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. Take care. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend, 
or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.